Welcome to Owen and Brew's Barbecue. Tonight we're cooking up something special. We've got some Klaatuian patty frogs, frog legs, straight from Jabba's Palace into your mouth. So mm. Mm, slurp them up. We have two cooks in the house tonight. It is, it is myself, Matt, uh, Matt, as always. Uh, I'm, I seem to always be on these things. And ever lovely, ever beautiful. <laughs> Nick. Oh. Nick. Okay, I bet, sorry. I, I guess I could have. I thought you were going to. Uh, I thought you were just going to say it. So. I. I. We, I uh, I'm. We're. We're going a little. A little live. So if these frog. Frog legs are. Patty frog legs are a little. A little raw. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Java liked them raw. He did. He just slurped them up. Actually, kept the slime on his face. So. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, we're actually here tonight. Uh, we're, of course, down a member. I don't know if he's even part of this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he says he wants to record, but... Uh, and he backs when the, out. But when the time comes... And I get it. He's, he's, he's a busy man. So, but... Uh, well, anyway, uh, we're, we're missing Chris tonight. Um, but uh, Nick and I, we really wanted to talk about the most recent Rise of Skywalker trailer that just dropped um, earlier this week weekend i guess i mean yeah. there was a ton of stuff that happened over the weekend that was star wars related yeah, right a lot, of, a lot of good news yeah yeah i mean we could start with a little mandalorian talk what did you think of the trailer i liked it yeah um i actually forgot about that one to watch until today because i was like i don't know why i forgot to watch the mandalorian trailer but i did i liked the vibe of it. there's not a lot of nuggets in it but i liked the vibe of it it felt like a western i liked the mm. feeling of it um and the only thing that really shocked me with the trailer, though, is that they'd been saying this whole time that the Mandalorian was going to take place after, at least I thought it was after this this new trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh and, no! Uh, after Return of the Jedi was that okay? So okay, yeah. so I mean, because that's what it, I was like. Oh, well, this is Empire era, you know. I was like, okay, so mm-hmm. it's, I think that will get more people to watch because you have classic stormtroopers. You know, mm-hmm. it's roughly. That's I think I read that somewhere that it's roughly taking the exact same time as Han, uh, the Solo movie. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I thought it was six years after Jedi is what I saw the official timeline. There was a timeline that was released over the weekend as well. Okay, so um, maybe there is some conflicting stories then. Okay. Yeah, it shows it shows kind of like where everything fits in. Okay, so it's so, after Jedi. Okay, that makes it sense. It is it is after Jedi, and from what I understand, it's six years. So, okay. Um, so that gives us kind of... And it's supposed to take place kind of in the outer reaches in the outer territories so you know obviously there's little empire pockets around probably still trying to like hold on to their you know their iron grip so right um we saw some death troopers in the um the trailer so we did i thought that was a bit weird and that's what may also made me think it was maybe it's before a new hope because the only time you've seen death troopers was in rogue one and you're like oh well this is what nine years later or something mm-hmm. like that roughly and so you just kind of well we never saw them in the original trilogy so right. all of a sudden they just show up again so that's a bit odd to me but i know that it's nine years is nothing so they would still be in existence but we'll see i'm, I'm looking forward to it. i'm actually looking forward more to the mandalorian than i am uh, rise, of skywalker. rise of skywalker right just because i i really trust in the people that are behind it you know like you yeah, john favreau is a very capable director um, you have uh, uh, Dave Filoni you know, helping out. You know, I think it's and then the budget for each episode is so vast. Like it's, I, God, I can't imagine them screwing it up. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, and it seems pretty concise. So um, I think the fact that they've boiled it down, like, I mean, the thing is with the saga stories, like, there's so much to talk about. There's so so much to like cram in there that it it is a full meal where. I think with the TV shows and what we've liked about, um, you know, rebels and, and uh, you know, as they kind of boil it down to like this one thing, like we're just focusing on this. Like we don't have to, we don't have to make any grand kind of claims about the Skywalker saga or the legacy or, you know. Right. And I think um, that's what's, I think that's what's worked with Disney, you know, is that you have lower expectations when it's a very focused story. Whereas in, you know, the, the saga is like, don't mess with my saga, man. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, cause I mean, I, I think the, what, you know, cause I think rogue one worked, I think solo worked for the most part. Uh, and so I'm, I'm hopeful for the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, well, it should be a nice, 
kind of lead up, I guess, to Rise of Skywalker. I know um, you probably haven't seen any of the uh, Star Wars Resistance animated show. I have not. I know that um, it's coming to an end, though, which is kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm, yeah, I I think um, so. Uh, I've watched it uh, with my kids. Um, I've had some lows <laughs> with it. I mean, it's okay. I just it just didn't. Uh, it didn't capture my attention, and, and uh, of course, I'm a Jedi fan, so I, I love anything with the Force, and uh, it doesn't have the Force in it, so or Force users per se, and that's that's fine. I mean, I I think it's definitely a harder road to, to travel, but uh, season one was so locked into where they were, and I did like how they ended it. I mean, uh, where they they took that character that they created and the the last two episodes got me really excited. Um, and then the new trailer dropped and uh, my kids were just over the moon about it. It's a nice long trailer and it looks like they're more kind of in this adventure where they're visiting different worlds and there's going to be, um, I don't know, just a little bit more. Uh, uh, so that starts up in October. You also have the force Friday that's coming up in the first weekend of October where all the toys drop. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of new books coming out. There's a, there's a book called The Art of Rebels, which I'm looking forward to. It's more of a behind-the-scenes, but excited to get a little bit of a glimpse into that. Um, so you got that happening oh. in October, and then uh, The Mandalorian, and of course the Disney Plus starts up um, with um, that. In November, November 12th, yeah. yeah. Uh, one last thing about because I noticed it, because Ralph had posted something about it, uh, the, the ship that he's flying in the Mandalorian trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I guess Dave Filoni because he's involved in it, gave him permission to use it, because this was an unused design that he had for Ventress, for her ship. Oh, huh. Because uh, I remember seeing that drawing of it at one of the Comic-Cons. Uh, hmm. Of course, they didn't do it entirely to the drawing, but uh, yeah. I remember like the landing landing gear is like the same as the walkways to get into the ship, and like they hmm. also had guns and according to the landing. It was like it's just a neat little kind of concept art. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of, I mean, knowing Filoni and his history with the Clone Wars, it really kind of looks like the Clone War troop ship. It, it does. That's what, yeah, exactly. And it's, that's why, I think that's why it was, you know, originally designed for Ventress. It's that, that period of that era, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, although it looks a little polished, though, in the trailer. So I'm not sure if it's, you know, from that era, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know your son will too, because I know how he loves ships. Yeah, he does. He likes ships, and he he de- You know, we watched the the Mandalorian, and of course, uh, I think I think you know my my daughter she can be a little bit more picky about stuff, and so she was like, yeah. <laughs> Whereas my son was like, cool, you know. So I think it really definitely like has more of that boy factor going on. Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, it's a western, so, you know, and that that kind of has yeah. that uh, Walking Dead, you know, uh, Firefly feel to mm-hmm. it. It's, you know, but um, I, yeah, it parted me for a minute when I thought it might be during the before the original trilogy part. I was like, mm-hmm. what if this, you know, what if the Mandalorian is actually Boba Fett, like a young Boba Fett, you know, and mm-hmm. then like at the end, you see him like embrace like who he is, you know, and then actually paint his armor. But then I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there, yeah, I think there's a lot of kind of who is the Mandalorian. Uh, I know that, that Favreau has said that. Boba Fett will not appear in this series. So, hmm. um, and I don't know if that is legitimately IG 88 in the trailer or if that's another, because there's a couple yeah, different versions. It's a droid. A droid's yeah. a droid. You know, it could be there's, anybody. Yeah, there's a couple different assassin droids out there that are kind of like IG 88. So, um, so it'll be interesting to, to kind of see how that ties in. Um, I, I think that unless Sabine walks out, in the last episode, my daughter's just going to be like, pass. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. She's got other things to, to worry about. Like, that would uh, be, I mean, she'd be older at this point. She'd mm-hmm. be, she'd be in what? And probably in her late forties. Uh, well, well, at the end of Jedi, she looked like she was in her twenties. So she would be somewhere in her thirties. Yeah. But I'm saying like, if you think about Sabine and yeah. rebels, she's got to be at least 20. You know, that's what I was thinking. Then the original trilogy takes place over the course of about nine years. So she'd be 30. Yeah. Okay. So you're right. Okay. So it should be late thirties. Okay. Okay. I was told there'd be no math. Yeah. 
our, our emails that will flood in at uh, the force is well done at gmail.com will all be about Sabine's real age. Yeah. So, uh, so if you have any emails to send us, please send us those. We do plan on having some more episodes coming up. I know that, that Nick and I are both interested in the Mandalorian would love to do some podcasts about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've talked about that uh, on our other sideshow. Um, yeah. the, the RCAD. If, if you really don't know who we are and you, you just tune in for the star Wars talk uh, and you want more rambling. <laughs> so, and we do talk a lot about star Wars on there whenever uh, Jack lets us. Especially, so. Yeah. Especially in these last couple episodes, we've kind yeah. of gotten into it. We're kind of gearing back up, you know, the excitements. Yeah. The ex- excitement's building. I think, um, you know, uh, not, not only with uh, Disney plus coming out, but uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot more material uh, coming. And um, I, I had read somewhere that uh, Disney plus is offering like, if you buy the first two years, yeah, you're third free. Third yeah. free. I'm like, I wonder if they're trying to dis- dismay like any of those, like, oh, they're just going to jack up the price. Well, because y- you know they will. It's the same as like with Amazon. I mean, Amazon was what, $5.99 when it started, and then. Uh, not Amazon, I'm sorry, uh, Netflix. Right. You know, and then and then it went up to $7.99, and you're like, or $8.99, and then you're like, oh, like, that's a good price. I can still do that. That's nothing, you know? And then now it's what 15 something. So it's, if you want shared, if you want to share the, the it's like 1299 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just part of that, that monthly uh, money grab that I'm like, Oh, where'd that money go? Right. So. That always, cause I, I still, I don't do anything auto pay because that mm-hmm. scares me. The fact that it's like, Oh, like all of a sudden like, Oh, when exactly what you're saying? Like, where did that money go? You know? <laughs> I only do it for one thing and like it's only eight ninety nine, but still it bothers me. I'm like, oh, because it doesn't like notify me that like, oh, eight ninety nine has been taken from your it just I just mm-hmm. see it all of a sudden, like, where's that nine bucks? But anyway. Well, if if you're like me, uh I like to use some of that uh Jay and Jack patron money to help pay for my entertainment. So uh, for those of you that are interested in becoming a patron to help out the Jay and Jack network, all of our podcasts and podcasters. You can do so by heading over to jandjack.com, click on the patron link, become a patron member at uh, $1 or $100, whatever you want to do. We would appreciate that. Yes. Little little plug there, and I'll well, go ahead. Well, it's great. No, I mean, it's, it's great to become a patron, guys, because then you're getting to an exclusive Facebook group that only patrons get to get into, and we have a lot of good inside jokes there, and you know that, that's a really a true community in there. And as well as... Uh, you know, you, we a lot of the podcasts have extensions, you know, or extended episodes, and so you get exclusive content to that as well. We're becoming a patron, and we we just solved a big, huge pod, podcasting kind of uh, issue that we had, which was uh, broadcasting on on our uh, YouTube page mm-hmm. and having uh, live hangouts. So uh, we'd like to basically offer that as well. Uh, like I said. Uh, Nick and I are planning on doing some some more own and brews as as all of this material comes out. So uh, I could I could totally foresee us having a uh, a live hangouts and, and offering that for our for our show as well. So um, and I guess this is a good time uh, as any to throw in a, a commercial break. Oh sure okay. <laughs> and uh so anyway we're we're back let's let's go ahead and um i know we we kind of danced around the mandalorian um yeah uh, getting to the the main thing that we wanted to talk about right well, or, or not, to, there... si- not oh, to sidebar but we okay. should just announce also about obi-wan just oh, for half yeah a oh, just for half a second yeah, but yeah i forgot about that yeah probably the most exciting part of of d23 was the official announcement of ewan mcgregor is back yeah. 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 I, I completely, I mean, all of these trailers coming out as somehow I've forgotten the most amazing news ever. I mean, yeah. it was, it kept being rumored and kept being hinted at and it was just so annoying. It was just like watching a, a, a Hollywood couple, like, you know, like you're like, will they, won't they? Yeah. You're just like, come on, just, just do it. Just get married. Well, I mean, we, you know, cause we've been wanting an Obi-Wan movie, like just something. Cause like, I think a lot of people want, you know, some yeah. kind of bridge there. And like, what do, what do, what do you think? Like, 
I think I would be happy with just one season, you know, mm-hmm. and just just tell a good story of Obi Wan on Tatooine. Some struggles there, him watching over young Luke, you know, or and then you could span it over whatever, and then you know, then you could actually show the the fight with Darth Maul if you wanted to. I mean, it could be that would be amazing, and I I think. Uh, I, I, from what I understand, rumor wise, is that this was always planned to be a movie. Mm-hmm. They wanted to do Kenobi as a movie, but then with the unfortunate box office performance of Solo, someone at Disney was just like, "Oh man, nobody's gonna go see Kenobi." You know how many friends of mine have posted about Kenobi? I mean, just friends that were just like, "Yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan," but Kenobi. Yeah, like, I mean, it's just so many people have have really like I've just erupted, and I think that it doesn't matter if you are an original trilogy fan or prequel trilogy, uh, or just an Ewan McGregor fan. Like, well, I think you know, I like the prequels. I don't love them. I like them. I respect them for what they are. But I think the one great casting of the prequels was Ewan McGregor for for Obi Wan. I mean, he nailed yeah. that role. Looks just like him. His mannerisms, his speech. I mean, it's it's a very good casting, you know, for that for that part. And so. and really, he brings some of the most emotional lines to that Revenge of the Sith moment, where you know, you were my brother, Anakin. Like, exactly. I, I, can't, I can't think of anything more that brings the emotion than his performance in that. I know. mean. Yeah, he should have came out at D D twenty three though, and just you know announced, you know, said hello there, you know, right? That should have made it, but you know, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's amazing news, and I, in some ways, even though we're not getting the movie, I'm kind of more excited, and I'm with you. Like, make it a mini series. I don't care if it's six episodes or ten. Right, I don't either. Yeah, you know, like sometimes do it concise and do it well. Well, there's so many things. Like, imagine if if George Lucas would have thought of Star Wars today. Would mm-hmm. have Star Wars been a movie? Or would it have been like a Game of Thrones to where, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to actually show Luke, Han, and Leia's story over the course of like six seasons? You know? Oh, it, it totally would have been a TV show. I mean, yeah. the fact that his original script, he had nine se- nine segments and it was a serial-based yeah. kind of you know episodic thing. I mean, yeah. yeah. Totally. And I like a lot of in I mean, I don't like filler just for the sake of filler, but I like a lot of in-depth stuff. So I'm I'm hoping that with Kenobi they can actually, you know, give us more of a story than just a quick little scene, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, um and it's you know, some of the side stories that they did uh in the Marvel comics. Now uh there's a storyline in the the Star Wars Marvel comics that they have Luke go back to Obi-Wan Kenobi's uh, right. house and he gets, he gets his journal. Mm-hmm. And so throughout the comic, occasionally they, they throw you this Kenobi bone <laughs> and they're like, Oh, here, here's a little Kenobi story. And it's Luke reading, you know, Kenobi's journal. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> which I really liked that, you know, s- storytelling format. Um, not that they need to use that, but the stories that they had that took place in there, like could, I could totally see them at least referencing or like filling in or embellishing more. I mean, there's right. there, there's a whole comic where he fends off an entire Tuscan Raider like attack. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll get something like that too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah I agree though. I like those little little things like that like uh it's in a book i think you know i forget which one probably the rise of vader no it can't be the rise of vader it's one you one of the is but you know you, you learn that uh vader has obi-wan's lightsaber you know he's kept it you know since he killed him you know it's like uh, so there's some part of anakin even there that you know like i'm not sure if it's just a trophy or not but you're like hey like you know vader kept kenobi's lightsaber after the death star so some part of him is still holding on to memories um, sorry, I'm I'm just uh, distracted by I shouldn't have looked at my messenger. <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah, and I I'm with you in in agreement. I would love to see uh, a Darth Maul Kenobi. I mean, yes, what happens in Rebels is awesome, but wouldn't it be cool if we saw it? Yeah, because 
yeah, Ray Park is is still looks pretty good, and he's in. I mean, last time I saw him was 2015, but you know he still looked good and fairly in shape, and I'm sure he'd be up for it. And sadly, I mean, there's the, there's those people that are just never going to watch it because it's a cartoon. But what happens in that mm-hmm. scene between those two is so cool, and so it's done so well that you yeah. know, it, I don't care if they do it shot for shot or if they want to embellish it. But just give us. I, yeah, I think they would add more to it. Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. But yeah, I agree. Like, uh, I think with with the with solo, like the little things that they set up with, you know, this is it was it called the syndicate or whatever it was called. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, with that, they can really kind of play into that on Tatooine of like this corrupt kind of mafia like uh, world, and how does that play into uh, what Obi Wan is doing? Because yeah. you can see that in Solo, that uh, you know that's where they're going to head next is Tatooine. So it's well, and and I mean, they I thought they, I thought that they could have totally set this up where, just like how in Marvel, like you get little pieces of like each character kind of mm-hmm. sewn into the other movies. They could have totally sewn in the whole Red Dawn, um, yeah. in, in a Kenobi movie. So, but hey, keep keep the ball rolling and let's see it in Kenobi. So, um, I'm excited. So I'm glad that you you mentioned that I I completely it's just like I'm like oh yeah the trailers <laughs> let's get to the trailers um so uh the uh, the rise of Skywalker uh, trailer two I had read about it I had read basically like a, a whole article that was just kind of like a this is what happens you know and I was just like oh that's cool yeah, and yeah. then of course and then of course they release it and I'm like oh oh okay. Oh, okay, okay. So you were spoiled on the trailer before it was even released. I was okay. spoiled on the trailer, mm-hmm. so okay. I knew what was going to happen. So I was, I was a little, you know. So spoilers matter. Uh, they can, they can definitely spoil like that surprise. Like I think, had I seen that trailer and not known what was coming, I would have been like, "What?" Yeah, there's yeah. definitely some some nice little nuggets in there too. You know, like because I watched it at work yesterday probably six or seven times and just kind of slowly picked through it you know because that's just me being ocd and you know like there's a lot of little interesting things that are in it that you can read into and i always read into everything and probably my imagination will be cooler than what actually happens but (laughs) but uh i'm interested to hear what your thoughts are and and hopefully i can you know give you some cool ideas too yeah um well i i think i think you were the one that were working on a shot for shot of the trailer um, yeah that's i just i I broke it down to a page and a paragraph so okay uh i mean we don't have to go through mine i was just it's just my note but okay so my my initial my initial thoughts um i was like uh you know i think the things that grabbed me the most was uh, seeing okay, so there's something that was not in the trailer that I saw posted oh. somewhere else, uh, and I don't know where this came from, but I saw it like either on my Instagram or somewhere. And I do not go searching for spoilers, I, <laughs> I really don't. I try to stay as far away. I, I read headlines, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not reading you, I don't want to think that. Um, but I had seen an image of a, uh, well, what looks to be um, uh, Princess Leia's uh, spaceship from uh, A New Hope. I can't think of that. The the Corvette? Yeah. Corvette. Yeah. Like a modern one, a modern version of it? I mean, it looked old. It looked like an old school, you know, like, like Rebel Blockade Runner. Okay. You know, and I was like, oh, wow. And so when that didn't appear in the episode, I was kind of like, huh, I was kind of hoping to see that. Um, but okay, that's fine. That wasn't there. I loved seeing the ships jump out of hyperspace. Yeah. Uh, and that was probably one of those moments that I kept pausing and looking at. Well, yeah, well, since since we're there, let's just go ahead and talk about that. Yeah. Because, um, like, yeah, I, I like that as well, but it, it definitely confused me in that 
is this a flashback? What is this? Because, or is this like a whole fleet that we don't know about? Because you see the rebellion, because these are rebellion mm-hmm. ships. There's definitely a, some of the new resistance TIE fighters. I mean, not, sorry, uh, X-Wings that are, I can, you can clearly see the engines being halved to set around. Um, so I'm like, okay, this is the resistance. But the next shot you see is an entire armada of Imperial yeah. era Star Destroyers. And so you're like, well, what is this? And it's in this really mm-hmm. weird blue kind of lightning-ish background. So you're kind of like, well, where did this come from? Right. Is this like a is this a uh, potential uh, Thrawn type armada that's coming out of the unknown regions? You know, after mm-hmm. you know years of banishment, or like, what is this? Like, is it something the Emperor had cooked up, or as a failsafe if something happened? Like, you, I mean, your mind kind of races with this, mm-hmm. like. Where did these old school Star Destroyers come from? No, that is so. So, a the rebellion side or resistance side, um, seeing all of those ships, and I guess like every single old school ships there. You got A wing, X wing, B wing. Yeah, uh, is in that shot. Um, I don't know if Y wing's in there. Yeah, there is a Y wing. Yeah. Is there a Y wing? Yeah. But if you notice the Falcon, it's just a silhouette, but it looks different. Yeah. It's got it's got kind of some end piece on it. Um, it looks modified, so because hmm. it doesn't have the gap, it doesn't have the uh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Like it's got something filled in, almost like solo, right. Um, so, and then yeah, my my second thought uh, was these are imperial class star destroyers because when I read the description of this of this, I kept imagining first order star destroyers, right. And then when I saw it, I was like, those aren't first order. That's Empire. So what's what's going on there? So I my my saint my mind was racing just like yours. Like, hmm, what is that about? Hmm. So uh, and then we also see that blast, almost like a Death Star blast, like yeah. hitting a planet. That was the only part of the entire trailer I went, oh shit. <laughs> oh sorry, or you know, like, oh no. Because you know, I, I don't want another Star Destroyer. You know, like we, I mean, I, we don't want another Death Star. We've had now three. It's mm-hmm. like, no, just let it go. You know, it's failed three times. Just, yeah. and so like a part of me though, actually, if you look at the blast actually hitting the ground, I think it's more just a bombardment from Star Destroyers. That's, right. It makes more logical sense to it mm-hmm. to think about it. So that's what I'm hoping for anyway, because I, I don't want it to be another test. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so we, we also, I mean, I think it kind of opens up early on with this, uh, the group of our kind of freedom fighters. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Like, sure, um, yeah. Yeah. So like the first thing we really hear is, you know, we've passed on, passed down all we know from Luke, you know, the, the line we've already seen from the, uh, the first trailer and you're getting flashes of the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy. So it's not just saying, I don't know. Like I kind of read into that as more like, oh, you know, it's not just Jedi knowledge. It's our history. It's it's mm-hmm. the audience history of of knowing this is coming to an end. You know, like this is everything. And you see these quick shots of connections with people, like people hugging, people touching hands. Like it's a lot of like. So we, I'm not sure what that means either. But you definitely are getting this establishment of relationships within characters. And I don't know if they're just trying to make it have an emotional connection with the audience too. And that like, you know, we've all lived through this. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's just where that started. And then yeah, getting to what you were saying, we see the new characters all arrive on this arid planet, I guess is the best way to describe it. And uh, I think it's called Pasana, a little town. And if you look, I mean, C3PO is with them, Mm -hmm. but uh from what you just, you just, it's a quick shot. It looked like there's a battle going on because you see these little explosions in the air. It's, yeah. too, it's too small of a shot to really look at it. But uh, because Poe's face is really expressive in that shot. Uh, Ray is not, she's just very uh, stone faced, but um, Poe's face either gives you the reaction of it's like a shock face of like, yeah. Either, either he's concerned or he didn't believe where they were going existed. It was like, if you look at that face he's making, it's one of those moments where it's like, like, wow. Like, Oh yeah. Found it, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, cause they're pretty far away from the city. So the, I, I just thought that was neat. I was like, um, 
that's what I saw about that scene. I yeah, I, I, I mean, aside from the explosion that was shooting up, mm-hmm. which I couldn't determine if that was a celebratory uh, right. like shot or if that was an actual like explosion of, of something happening. Um, so I think the description that I heard was they were looking on a bazaar of like, um, you know, traders from around. Okay. Know? So that was the description I read. So, I mean, again, this is, you know, people reading into things. So, mm. yeah. And then we get a really quick look at Leia, which is nice, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm curious to see what exactly they do with, I know all the footage is just, you know, reprocessed footage. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it will be interesting how they, I mean, I think, I think watching it will probably be too caught up in all of the like plot stuff, but I'm sure there's going to be a part of us that's like, Oh yeah, that's Leia. You know, like she's gone. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll be a bittersweet moment for sure. It will. Um, and then we get another quick shot of Finn and a new character, Jana. Uh, who I assume is probably going to be Lando's daughter, which makes the most sense because they're both in the cockpit of the Falcon. Um, and they both just, it's a quick shot, but you see both of them looking out of the cockpit of the Falcon with a, 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 a shocking uh, thing on their expression on their face. So what we see, what they're looking at, we don't know. They're, but, yeah, we're made to believe that they're looking at the, all those Imperial Star Destroyers. <laughs> Yeah, that would make sense. Actually, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Cause... But but rarely do trailers ever like actually tell a story from A to B. So true. Um, um, and then probably one of the most talked about, probably the second most talked thing about from this trailer is next thing you see is evil C through PO with the red eyes. Oh yes. Uh huh. Um, now I'm not sure if you know this or not, but. Um, We've only seen a protocol draw with red eyes once in um, a fairly recent uh, Darth Vader series uh, from 2015 is when he was first appearance of a character called Triple Zero. Yes. Who was basically just an evil protocol droid. Familiar with Triple Zero. He is, and if you've read Dr. Afra, which I, I do, um, Triple Zero uh, appears in Dr. Afra quite a bit um, mm. and is a total, yeah, just complete opposite of C3PO like you know, cutthroat ruthless so a program pro- program for etiquette and torture yes <laughs> complete uh and um so yeah it uh that's exactly what i made me think of um was triple zero now so. seeing that i thought was cool but mm-hmm. of course then the brain starts to race you know and you're like okay so is this just a new program it's my, my first logic is like, okay, is this a new program and just turned his eyes red or is this an accident or is this some kind of hidden program within C3PO, you know, like from Anakin or then I start thinking more like, uh, wait, it's, he's rising up almost like Vader did, you know, in episode three, mm-hmm. like he's in this chair and like, he's now he's evil. So that's what he thinks about the, you know, is this some kind of hidden thing? Or is it like, you know, we saw in, in Rebels is like, is somehow this a connection to Anakin? Uh, hmm. And then I thought, was it when I, I thought I had like a, you know, and then of course, you, or, or is it going to be like Triple Zero to where like he just gets a new program and all of a sudden now he's in like hunter killer mode, which I think would be a bit cheesy to see C3PO <laughs> after all these years, just, you know, like killing people. But, uh, it is probably one of my favorite and funniest moments in Star Wars Legos. So hmm. um, there is a Star Wars Legos. Uh, I can't remember what, but he, he has some different programming and C- C-3PO just goes total like balls to the walls, like just guns blazing and kills everybody. And he's just like, yeah. So it's funny in Lego Star Wars. I don't know how it'll play out in, in real life Star Wars. So, hmm. Yeah. So yes, and then um, is this when we also see next uh, the Ray th- throwing the boomerang lightsaber? So yeah, so the next thing we saw was the uh, we already talked about with the, the blaster hitting the ground and the de- what might be a new Death Star. But yes, you're right. So finally, we see Ray in training. Yeah, which is this scene, and uh, it is with a remote droid, the same type that Luke trained yes, with. I saw that. I mean, it's just like just for the splittest of seconds, you yeah. can see you can see one in there. 
It's yep. really quick, yeah, because like you're more focused on the tree that's getting cut mm -hmm. down. But yeah, if you look just to the right, you see the remote. Yep. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Uh, and I wondered if this is kind of like a Mia Copa, you know, from JJ, because so many fans were like, well, why is Ray so powerful? She hasn't been trained, you know. So like, are we actually going to see her now training a just a little bit? You know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like okay. it's her Rocky montage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got to just like toss the lightsaber a couple times and I'm good. But I like it. I like the fact that she's using it because you don't see it a lot. You know, the whole force throw of the lightsaber. You, know, you see it from Vader and Return of the Jedi. Like, you, And it is a cool move in the fact that you throw it and it comes back to you. And like, yeah, uh, I always like that. I think we've seen it in Clone Wars, too. Yeah, we've seen it more in the cartoon. Yeah, but yeah, in actual... never seen, yeah. no, it's... Um, I'm, I'm hoping that, that this movie is going to be just as jam packed with nuggets like this, even if they're just callbacks that Star Wars geeks are going to be like, Ooh, <laughs> um, right after that. And I'm not trying to step on your toes. No, I'm no, just no, no. remembering the, the trailer. We also see Kylo Ren, right? That's the next scene. Yeah. yeah. Slicing the ground. You can see his ship in the background. Yeah. The, the brand new tie interceptor, which is a little bit larger and, mm -hmm. uh, it's a little bit more reinforced. I think my my son has already made the claims that he's gonna own that. <laughs> a real one. A real one though, Dad. A real one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's on an ice planet, so I'm curious. Or at least it looks like an ice planet. Uh, uh, that yeah, like oh, going back to C three like that's my mind races because I keep you know thinking that we're gonna return to to Mustafar, you know, to Vader's temple. Uh, and like, what if there was like another protocol droid in there? And that's the actual C3P we're seeing, you know, or something hmm. like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I feel yeah. like he built another one, you know, and right. this one though is more Sith than, hmm. you know, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And then, okay. So the same thing. So all you see is Kylo land on his ship and you know, he's got, he ignites his lightsaber. He's walking towards the camera. That's it. And this is where you get the first emperor's voice. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, but I did. Like, it doesn't sound like the Emperor. It sounds like someone trying to do an impersonation of the Emperor. <laughs> like, and you're, you're wondering if, like, maybe they couldn't get him to do the voiceover for the, the trailer just yet or whatever. Hmm. But and it's, it's just one of those little nitpicky things of me, you know. But uh, you hear just your journey, you know. Like, that's all you hear is just your journey, then a pause. And then you see... And uh, I wonder if a lot of people pick this up or not. Like you see a scene really quick of Kylo and Ray fighting with lightsabers, yes. but they're fighting on the remnants of the Death Star. Yes. And uh, can you see the water around them? And if you look in the background, you can see little chunks of it. You know. That's that's kind of what I picked up from it as well. I mean, you know, when she looks out at the Death Star, the broken Death Star from the first trailer, uh, it's the the water looks exactly like what they're fighting on. So I right. mean, it only makes sense that they're like fighting in this wreckage of the Death Star. Yeah. So. And she seemed to be fighting a little bit more aggressively than than usual, like uh, more like Anakin than hmm. uh, than herself. I mean, just noticing the, the strikes that she's giving. Um, and you know, maybe just all that training, she's gotten more confident, or, or maybe she's giving in a little bit more to her hate. <laughs> you never know. What now? What is it? So the emperor says, "Your journey, your journey," and then we're, we're cut to that that to that that scene real quick, mm -hmm. and then he comes back after that real quick to say, "Palpatine voice," and it says, "Is near its end." Mm, okay. Now, this is interesting because you wonder who he's talking to in this because the next thing you see is just the screen go black. And you hear Vader's breathing. Yes. You also hear a faint voice. And like this is one of those things where I actually went hunting for this one. <laughs> okay, um, great. Um, I personally didn't hear it. Okay. But if you slow it down to like 75, 75 times slower, mm -hmm. you're, you supposedly hear I destroyed him um, hmm. being said during that scene. And you don't know who said it. It could have been Ben. You know, it could have been uh, Vader. It could have been anybody. Because... No, no, that's that's interesting because I watched a version with closed captions on. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I don't know why. Like, it, it, I didn't activate it. It just, for whatever reason, had some captioning below, and it said, "It is him." 
Oh, when okay. The, when the when the emperor was talking, so the first time I watched this, and I was I was in a, I was not in a great place to to view this, like just like absorb it. So I was kind of just like watching it on my phone, and and then I couldn't quite hear what the emperor said, and all I right. saw was, it is him, and I was like, well, that's weird. So that's interesting that you also heard this, like I destroyed him. Right. Which, so. Which, him definitely seems to be a word that is said then. Um, yes. it, 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 it's really hard to hear. You can't really make it out. Um, so it, it is him. I wonder if that, what that could be. Hmm. Cause like, I, I kind of liked it if it was, I destroyed him. Cause you could have like, Oh, you know, cause Vader said, I destroyed Anakin. You have Kylo saying I destroyed Ben. So like, it, that would make sense. But like with you saying it is him that opens up a whole other can of worms. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, obviously it gets to this this uh, amazing moment where we get Dark Ray. Hold on. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, sorry. There's more. There's more in that blackout because there's know. a lot of sounds that happen. But yeah, it's, it's just in my notes here that I wrote because like it's like, you know, clearly Palpatine says something about a journey. This has to be Anakin. This is just stuff that I'm writing as I'm watching it. Because, um, I mean, I think this this trilogy is going to be you know, has a lot of Anakin to go to do with it. Cause even Lucas has said that this whole story has always been about Anakin. You know, he, mm-hmm. Anakin was the chosen one. And I, I can't imagine them all of a sudden rewriting it to where Luke was the chosen one or Ray was the chosen one. Right. Because I think he would put that in a contract saying like, don't mess with my characters. And my original, <laughs> you know, thing. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just, and there's like, there's visions. I mean, there's quick shots really quick, you know, of, of Vader, you know, killing the emperor and all this. Like I think, and then, yeah. Now, okay. Now we get to Sith Ray with the, uh, with her Swiss army knife. Uh, have you seen that? Yes, I did. Actually, I, I, I think I saw that shortly after was the Swiss, Swiss army. Uh, I did think it was it. funny. Yeah. yeah. No, it is funny. So for sure. Now this so. is, a, this is probably the most talked about, just quick shot. And there's another one that I broke down too. Cause it, I mean, cause the mind races when you see this kind of stuff, like, what is it? You know? Cause my first initial rea- reaction was, and still the one I believe in is that it's just a vision. It's not really. Right. Um, because if you look at the screen, it's not blurry, but it's kind of confined to like a cave. You know, mm-hmm. and then when she moves the lightsaber, when she chunks it out to make the, the second blade ignite, the the frame actually moves a little bit to. If you're looking, at it, it moves to the left, and so it makes me think that like it's like a cloth or like something is like it's move. It moves just in a really odd way. Yeah, and I had seen somewhere where somebody slowed it down and thought there was another figure in that same yeah, scene. So yeah. I, I I don't didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see it either. Um. Yeah, I, I think most people are kind of on this like it's a it's a vision. Um, I think I think a lot of people are are kind of like this has got to be a vision, you know, because it would go against your character. Although there's been several key moments from Ray's past, also noted in the Force Awakens book, uh, that she was supposed to see a dark vision or a dark uh, Force ghost of Anakin. Mm. When she was battling Ray, um, when, or she, when she was battling Kylo, 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 sorry, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, and then of course, in the Last Jedi, uh, Luke says that she goes right to the dark side. Like right. She doesn't hesitate. Well, okay. So, the other two theories that are interesting is that if you look in that same shot, she's got a ring on her left hand. You can't make much. Uh, much Huh. I mean, you can't make much about it, but it looks similar to Snoke's ring. Interesting. So, so you kind of wonder, is she possessed? If it if it actually is her, like, did that ring, you know, did she put it on or like did something happen to where all of a sudden now she's being possessed by the dark side through and just being used? Uh, that was an interesting uh, thought I had. And then. But the one I like the most, even though I still believe it's just a vision, yes, I don't want to get, I don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> is what if it's a clone of her? Okay, I I'm with you on this. Yeah. So I've I've actually thought about this um, quite a bit, also in reference to Ray 
in the cave in Lo- the last Jedi. Right. She sees several, several versions of her. Right. And that's, that's, a, that's it. Yeah, exactly. And to me that exactly, we're on the same page. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought too. Is like, you know, what if this is similar to Luke's, you know, in the cave, but all of a sudden this is really foreshadowing. Like she's snapping and you see all these. And so how many clone versions have they, have there been of her? Right. And that would also back up Kylo saying your parents are nobody. You know, mm-hmm. and like, yep. so what if she was just multiple clones and then this one particular one, someone within the facility, someone, whoever cloned her said, she's our only hope to defeat the other one. So I, as a child, we're going to drop her off, you know, and let her, let the force be what it is, have its will. And so like all of a sudden she confronts her exact clone, you know, or, or her cloned body was in one of those, uh, uh, you know, uh, Star Destroyers that crashed on Jakku. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense too. Yeah. So, I mean, we know that there was that the Emperor planned for the big battle of Jakku. That that's at least canon now. So, um, who's to say? Uh, but yes, I, uh, I had I had also thought. I mean, uh, my my kids and I we've been listening to Heir to the Empire series, and there is a whole evil version of Luke that's a clone Luke that battles the very end of that series mm-hmm. uh, cloned from his hand that the emperor took. So who's to say, who's to say that she's not a clone and she's not going to battle herself or Kylo's not going to battle her, mm-hmm. you know, evil Kylo versus evil Ray. Okay. Here's one other thought that I want to throw out there at you um, sure. is we've talked, they've, they've referenced how close these two are connected, Kylo and, and Ray. What if Kylo as he flips to the light side, she's pulled to the dark. Right. And it's like, it's a total teeter totter. One has to be on one side and one has to be on the other. Mm-hmm. So that was my only other uh, kind of like brainstorming as far as like, what is going on with, with dark side Ray um, is that the Kylo flips somehow, or he's pulled to the light finally. And she's, she's, you know, and then of course, yeah, like you said, possession uh snoke there's a lot of theories out there that snoke was palpatine this whole time mm-hmm. um i i haven't read those theories i, I try to stay as spoiler free as possible um one one little and and hopefully this was just a foible or just a mess up um from star wars but uh on the disney star wars website there was a description and some redditor found this and like screen capped it and it was changed but uh they had described so this was coming from disney and star wars they had described the trailer and had referred to that vision of ray uh, of dark side ray uh kind of almost kind of alluding to the fact that is this a vision and then that was changed the word vision was changed to that sight of dark side ray so whatever it's a word change who knows you know maybe they were like "Ooh, that doesn't give anything away but we don't want people to read too much into it or maybe they were like "Ooh, uh that's a little too close to the right truth so who knows um i i will tell you that my 12 year old daughter is just like beside herself like no ray can't go to the dark side right so and although I think it would be cool to see that the, the roles flipped like that, mm-hmm. um, I think they won't do it just for that very reason. Like they don't want to have, you know, millions of little girls that have just, you know, spent what the last couple of years loving Ray to all of a sudden, like she's dead to me now. <laughs> she went to the dark side. Well, I mean, think about George Lucas's original plan with, with Luke. I know, but like, yeah. I mean, Luke was supposed to end return of the Jedi was supposed to end with Luke picking up the mantle of Darth Vader and saying, I am now Darth Vader. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that would have opened up a a really great episode seven. Yeah, it really would. Um, But I think he was at a point where he was like, no, I'm done. Like, well, yeah, I think he was exhausted and, you know, he's going through a divorce and, and, uh, you know, I would, and I think he really only had, I don't think he had the the story fleshed out and, you know, it's in time to, to really do it. Yeah. Um, and of course, losing you know his producer before Jedi really I think hurt him too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, but I definitely would like that you know if Leia would have never been his sister, and you know the whole Episode Seven would have been Luke's now on the dark side, and 
you know, his actual sister would have been discovered and, you know, brought him back. And that, mm. would, have been, that would have been an, an interesting story to tell. Yeah, for sure. And because, uh, I mean, I definitely love, I like Jedi. I think it's the weakest of the original trilogy. Um, I know there's a lot of people who love Jedi and I don't <laughs> fault them for loving Jedi. I mean, I, I get why it's enjoyable. But yeah, I think it was, uh, you know, I, I am one of those people who does think that Han should have died in Jedi. You know, and uh, it was a little too happy for me because, um, I mean, coming from Empire, you know, which is just like, whoa, you know, to all of a sudden like, oh, we've got teddy bears, you know, and it's all a happy ending. But hey, it's just it, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. They just cut their production in half. That's all. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we have to cut our production in half because we have another podcast to record. If you want to to listen to more of Nick and I, you can head over to the Ramblecast and listen to the RCAD. Uh, we will be making an appearance over there quite shortly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, if if you enjoy uh, this show, uh, send us an email. The force is well done at gmail.com or give us a review. Uh, we would always appreciate that. And uh if you like what we do, uh, check out our Amazon affiliate link. You can shop from there. Um, go to janjack.com. You'll get a link for that. Uh, as well as um, I'd like to thank our patrons at this time, uh, all of them that make this possible, from the, the smallest to the largest, but specifically the largest donors. <laughs> Tag from Paris, Ed, the letter carrier, Maggie, the magnificent, Joanne with the plan, Drake, the destroyer, and Eckhart Richter, I don't know why you don't have a, a like a little catch thing there, but Eckhart Richter, I put you at last because by gone it <laughs> mixing it up. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us and uh, look forward to the next time Nick and I can record. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good show. It's one of a mi- one in a million. Oh yeah. That's my catchphrase. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Great show kids. One in a million. See ya.